As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Welcome to the Daily Ding, another Summer League edition. I'm your host, Andrew Schlecht. With me, I've got Keith Parrish on the ground in Vegas. Keith, what's up? Andrew, I'm going to need you to turn down your enthusiasm just a couple of degrees. It's a Never. little early. It's a little Never. early right now in Las Vegas. I just got my coffee uh, from the <laughs> casino floor. I'm back up in my room. Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm hanging in there. Good. Uh, I thought we could just talk about players that popped in summer league. These could be second year players. They could be rookies. Whoever you want. Uh, I'm going to start. I really enjoyed Bull Bull in oh. the summer league he has been super fun not only has he put up like actually like some nice numbers 21 points per game i think almost seven boards two blocks he's shooting five threes per game making 40 percent of them this is only in three games so like take what you will from these stats but he's been super good he's been really fun he's a guy that will grab the ball off the rim and push i don't know what he is in the nba like i don't because he's so slight like i don't really know what position he's supposed to play but like so, he's doing stuff so that's that's a big question i had this conversation with somebody yesterday who was asking me about bull bull and mm-hmm. i don't know again the point of our exercise yes bull bull has been very fun in summer league yeah. but i don't i don't believe in bull bull yeah like bull bull nba player so i'm curious sure. like do you think it translates at all like what is he going to do in an actual nba game i don't know i'm just curious because the nuggets are kind of wacky anyways and you insert just this seven-footer that's really kind of a wing more than he is a big man. Yeah. But he's not, but he does, his handle isn't tight enough to be a wing. I don't know. I honestly, my answer is I don't know. I'm just saying for our exercise only, super fun <laughs> in summer league. I hope it translates because I think like he and Jokic on the court together just makes for just a fascinating watch. Um, it's so. true. I mean, they did it. Like he played in the bubble. Yeah, back in Orlando when, it, yeah, when yeah, that yeah. Se- yeah. that season we saw some right. of it. It, it yeah. felt like preseason, even though those were technically regular season games. Yes. So I mean, maybe yes. m- maybe they'll give him another shot, and and we'll yeah. see more of Bull Bull. Uh, if we're not worried about uh, projection into the NBA, I- I'm, I'm going to stay very biased with with my Grizzlies take. Yeah. And John Conchar has been dominating summer league. This is a six foot five <laughs> shooting guard who's in the top 10 in all of Summer League in rebounds and blocks. 
He's getting over 10 rebounds per game. He's getting over two blocks per game. He barely ever shoots, but he's running up and down like a madman. And honestly, that's what I love about Summer League. Yeah. No, that's great. What, what's his role project on the Grizzlies? See, that's the thing. Can he even crack the top 10 of the Grizzlies rotation? I don't know. Like, I would like to see him play some minutes somewhere. In his few mm-hmm. opportunities his first two years in the NBA, he's been good. It, like, yeah. he's he's been effective every time he's played basketball. And you see him out here. I don't even know what kind of role you'd have him say he's playing. It's like an Andre Iguodala type thing where he's picking mm-hmm. up three, four, five assists per game, leading the team in rebounds, getting the blocks, getting the steals, being kind of just an energy guy. Uh, he's been a lot of fun. If we do want to do someone who maybe the skills do project to the NBA and might have, mm-hmm. have a bigger role. I mm-hmm. think a guy like um, some of these shooters, yeah. like Aaron Neesmith and Max yes. Struess, I think both yes. of those guys have had huge games, have been totally on fire. Their shot looks so good. They definitely look head and shoulders above the competition. And you're saying, okay, those are guys where the Heat and the Celtics are thinking, those guys probably are going to step into bigger roles this season. Yeah, Neesmith in particular. Like he's he's looked really good, not just as a spot up, but like he's creating a little bit. Uh I I like that. And that's great for the Celtics who have struggled to find guys like that in the draft uh, who can finally kind of slip into the rotation because they're going to need him. Uh, another guy, is he the oldest guy in the Summer League, Chris Duarte? He feels like You mean non-Portland Trailblazers edition? Non-Kenneth Fareed, <laughs> Michael Beasley, Emmanuel Mude non, edition? Non-Summer League sicko edition of... Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chris Duarte's been super good for the Pacers. He's averaging 18 points. He's turning the ball over a ton, but like, who cares? It's Summer League. But he's shooting eight threes per game, 44%. Like, this is a guy who projects to just step in from day one and help the Pacers be, you know what they've always been, just kind of like the super fun, mediocre team. And he just like slides right in. Chris Duarte was also on my list. I think everyone who's been watching Summer League, he, he's on their list. He yeah. is, he has infectious energy. And I think those turnovers are because he's maybe, he's playing a really high usage role where he's dribbling the ball a lot. I don't know if that's yep. what he's going to do on the Pacers. But the thing mm-hmm. I love, it, again, it's like Conchar, it's the steals and blocks. Duarte mm-hmm. is averaging five combined steals and blocks per game. Getting that from a perimeter player is ridiculous. Like, it's so much fun. He, he, he's clearly one of the better players out here right now, and I think Pacers fans are, are, are definitely excited. I think another, some of my guys, I'm going to combine two on one team. Yeah. I think Hawks fans would definitely be excited where they got Jalen Johnson, where they got yep. Sharif Cooper. Yep. Both of those guys look very, very good. Like Jalen Johnson looks like one of the best players out here. And I knew with lottery, um, with thinking about the draft, he initially was like a lottery projected guy. And then he Mm -hmm. kept sliding and sliding and for them, for them to get him. And now he just looks like, you know, NBA size, NBA body, NBA athleticism. And he's just clearing the glass and he's finishing a lot. And I think a lot of it it, on offense, the way he's scoring, it's Cooper setting him up. This guy is an incredible floor general Mm-hmm. Bl- unbelievable assists some like left hand assist right hand assist right off the dribble where he's even surprising guys where they're like open under the goal and he like you know dings them like right in the face because they're not ready You're to right. catch the pass but like NBA players will be ready to catch that pass and so like is he just gonna be back a point guard would they go crazy in the Hawks and try to play Trey and Cooper together a little bit but I think there's you've seen nothing from those guys that would have you the least bit concerned or pessimistic uh, if you're a Hawks fan yeah, I, not a Jalen Johnson guy going into the draft at all. And some of that was, it was very small sample size at Duke. He left early, 
kind of a weird situation for him. Really, like almost all of, all of his career, even high school up through college, was just a strange, lots of strange circumstances, and kind of like I don't know what to do with this guy. Like, but he does look really good uh, in the summer league setting. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and we come back. We're gonna talk just a few more summer league players. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. If you're as obsessed with basketball as I am, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Hey guys, this is JJ Redick. Twice a week, I'm cooking up something special for basketball junkies on my podcast, The Old Man and the Three. I bring on guests in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, like Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash or Paulo Bencaro on his shooting workouts with Kevin Durant, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron when they were teammates in Miami. But it's not just about the player interviews. Every Monday, I break down the top three things happening around the NBA without the outlandish takes. Often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler, we dive deep into topics like rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? The Old Man of the Three is the only companion podcast you'll need during the playoffs this year. Be sure to listen to The Old Man of the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back from that quick break. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned Shreve Cooper, who is like showcasing everything that you'd want him to, including some shooting that was unexpected from him, especially from three. I think a lot of people think he won't shoot it. Now, how many games? He's played three games. So like, it's could this be a blip? Absolutely, it could be a blip. But for now, I think Hawks fans, one, going to the East Finals, and then having two guys on your team that are exciting, you know, what more could you ask for? That's great. Right. Among the top guys, like the big-name guys, I'm actually curious yeah. to, to maybe switch up your format a little bit. Are there any of the top five picks that you're concerned about? Are you seeing anything mm-hmm. that you're like, mm, that might be a problem? Because I think generally, fans of these guys, you can take optimistic takes away from their performances. Yeah. They've all done oh. very exciting things. Like all the mm-hmm. top five guys have had big highlight plays, put up some big stats. But are there is there any one of those five where you're like, you know what? I'm a little less sure than I was now. I'm just taking note of Cade Cunningham getting into the lane and knowing what to do. Like, I'm just taking note of that. I don't know if that's going to be a trend. I don't know if that's something that he is going to figure out in the next summer league game and everything's fine, but he's taking no free throws. He's not finishing well at the rim. He's getting blocked a lot. Uh, The burst of speed, which was a concern coming into the draft, is clearly kind of an issue right now. Now, he's I think he's smart enough to figure it out, but I'm taking note of it. It's not my take, but I'm taking note. I think that's a brave take. And yeah. I support it. <laughs> I'm, I'm a guy who, like, I, I never watched Cade Cunningham play. And mm-hmm. my team wasn't picking first. So I didn't really study any Cade Cunningham yeah. tape. But I have heard for years 
this was the guy in the draft class. This is who everyone was tanking for. This is why, like, you know, the Thunder were like, this is, we, we, we got to, we got to just quit. We got to get, yeah, yeah. So like, so for, for my perspective of hearing about Cade Cunningham as the absolute number one guy in this franchise changing player, mm-hmm. now for me to see him actually playing basketball, a little underwhelming. Like, yeah, like, oh, a little bit. Okay, he's like, he's cool. Like, like you're telling me he's a six seven point guard. I love those dudes. Like yeah, a six seven point guard who maybe isn't a dominant scorer. I love those dudes. Be like, mm-hmm. oh, that's a franchise changing player. All right, maybe. Like it, it's been, yeah. it's it's been a tad underwhelming. At least he hasn't lived it for the hype for me. And again, my hype was just totally just hearing people talk and actually never seeing sure. him play. Yeah, uh, I'm an Oklahoma State alum, so I watched a lot of oh. Them. Just, just out of like sheer fandom, yeah. Uh, and uh, he's really good. And but there's, I don't know. It's it's just tough for big wings or big guards to be elite without the burst of speed athleticism. There are just very, very few of them. Like, and you have to be elite at everything else. And so I'm just curious, right, to see how not, that looks. I'm not saying he's not going to be great. Just saying, right. I bought t- I bought tickets to a thing, and then I was like, oh well, that wasn't as Exciting as I thought it, it thought it might be. I'll, I'll tell you the one who I'm actually more concerned about. Mm-hmm. And again, this is the smallest sample size theater possible. Yes, yes, yes. But Scotty Barnes. Okay. I think I think your one might be weird to bad. Yeah. Like, like sure. I think his his skills on the offensive end are unique, mm-hmm. but also challenging with no shot and with no real pull up game. If everyone can just sag way off of him. It's going to be very, very interesting. It's going to be a lot of crowded offensive sets, uh, mm-hmm. and Divas is laying way off of him. And so I'll be curious what it looks like. I'm a Florida State alum, but I also never oh. watched him play in college. Oh. Okay. But uh, I am excited. Like I'm cheering for him again. Weird tall guys who have unique defensive skills. Like I love it. That's my favorite archetype of NBA player. But mm-hmm. so far in summer league, I've been like that guy is. He's rawer than maybe I thought he was going to be, and I don't know if he's going to affect the game when it actually becomes the regular season. Yeah, with those players, I'm always just so curious about their mental makeup because if you're left all alone for 82 games to shoot shots, like what, like what's your reaction to that? I've seen guys where they have, like Andre Robertson, I'm not saying like he's Andre Robertson, but I'm saying a guy that no one cared like of course Paul visibly turned his back to him when the ball got passed <laughs> to him yeah and like what does that do to players like psychologically that are like you're supposed to be the best of the best and no one gives a rip if you're taking a shot <laughs> you know I'm just I not saying that I I'm not trying to project anything but I am just curious to watch it because if if you can get better and don't really care you don't have a conscience about it like Lou Dort I'm Referencing two Thunder guys, the Thunder always seem to have guys that can't shoot on the <laughs> perimeter. But like Ludor didn't care and still yeah. doesn't. Yeah. He took how many threes did he take in that game seven against the Rockets? Like he they left him wide open. They didn't care. He kept taking them. He scored 31 points in that game. So which one is he? Like how does how does that look for Scotty Barnes? Because I think if he can be okay with it and just be confident in himself and just keep shooting, like I think he can get better. But if you get up in your head about it, like that's when things get weird, like really weird. Yeah. I mean, maybe he'll be able just to do the defensive things and rebound and, you know, guard people and then let whoever Fred Van Vliet, Siakam, 
Ananobi yeah. just take all the shots and he just kind of kind of floats out there. Uh, a, another guy I've actually kind of excited about, not for what he's done in Summer League, but how I think he might project. Someone who I thought was going to be more raw is Jonathan Kaminga. Like yeah. I've actually was impressed by Kaminga, and mm-hmm. I feel like there's there's a good chance that he he could be a more useful player for the Warriors early on this season than, than I, I was led to believe. Yeah, the word raw was like is the wrong word for him, and it has always been the wrong word for him because he's like really skilled. I think mm-hmm. it's more of like, can you string together the good moments? Because sure. it's like five good moments, twenty bad moments. Like we call that a bull like, bull. Yeah, it's it's very bowl bowl, like short, yeah. <laughs> stocky bowl bowl. Uh, his in his size though, and his yeah, physical nature, like yeah, like let's do it today. Like well, that's that's one of the things. Ready. The physical nature is one of those things in summer league that pops. You're yeah. like that person is more athletic than everyone else, and yeah. the the way he's attacking right now, I think in the regular season when he's not the primary offensive focus, when he's just a dude on the court, you know, with Steph Curry, I think it could be nasty. Like I could, again, I think it could be better than we thought, or at least from, from someone who just read draft reports better than I was led to believe, uh, Mm -hmm. based on his draft profiles. Yeah, no doubt. Thanks so much for listening to Daily Ding. Sorry we, if we didn't talk about your player. Sorry. Shouts to Emmanuel Quickly, Desmond Bain, Cam Thomas, Trey Jones, Harris Maxey. Big shouts to all those guys. Uh, they're good. Patrick Williams, good. Sorry we didn't talk about him. Thanks to Keith. Thanks so much for listening. And we'll talk to you guys again next week.